Hey girlfriend, I'm Samantha. If you're ready to beat burnout, find freedom, and explore what it looks like to live exponentially, you've come to the right place. I'm an Enneagram 2, a projector, and a get-it-done gal who decided that living life by the norm just wasn't working for me anymore. I started a membership back in 2018, and it grew a whole lot bigger and faster than I ever imagined. Then my students started asking me for help in building out their own memberships. By 2020, I became a membership mentor full-time, and soon after, I retired my husband from his career, and we hit the road to become digital nomads in our motorhome. Here, I'll share stories of my students, what it can look like to live exponentially, and how to make it happen. Hey friends, long time no talk. I hope you had a fabulous Thanksgiving weekend. As of today, that was exactly a week ago. And I hope you had some really good reflection on what you're grateful for this year. I know I did. My husband Chaz and I were able to host my brother and his new wife and what I'm calling their little wiggle worm for the first time. (laughs) And um, it was really fun. We got to hang out with them for the whole weekend here in Arizona. We went out to some awesome restaurants and uh, we watched Christmas movies and we ate pie and we just had a really, really good time. So I hope you had a fabulous time too. Um, Bo and I are here and we are chatting with you today about Holy Shift part two. So if you listen to part one, you know that that was my story of kind of my proclamation of faith within my business and kind of just reestablishing a foundation of faith in my business publicly because I have quietly led a faith-filled business for a long time. And if you've been my client, you have been asked where you stand with your faith, whatever that is. Um, As you know, I'm very open and loving of everyone from every background and I absolutely meet you where you are. Um, But if you and I share the same faith, we really lean into that in our coaching. And so I was just ready to start saying that publicly. And I think the holy shift is not just so much about my business and your business being built on this foundation of faith, but really truly like living it out (laughs) and kind of how to do that, how to make that happen in your life, in your business and live it out. Like I said, so if you hear any grumbling, rumbling, it's probably Bo. He's here with me. Chaz has already left for the day, but um, so he shouldn't have anything to bark at. <laughs> but you never know. As soon as I started recording, he got up and moved away to the end of the couch here. So, oh, there he goes. Big shake. So we'll see. He likes to make noises when I'm podcasting. Are you going to come back? He's already grumbling, guys. So he just, he really, Bo's my dog. <laughs> If you have not met him, he's a sweet old man, also very grumpy, and he just really doesn't love when I give my attention to anything besides him. So that's kind of what we're working with today. He's come back to join me on my lap. So we're going to go from there. But today's episode is truly all about finding that holy shift in your own life, in your own business. It's also about putting your goals into action, keeping the commitments that we make to ourselves, which if you're anything like me, those are the last things you keep. (laughs) They're the last promises you are willing and excited about. And um, I really, really want to get better at that this year. I don't know about you, but I 
really truly want to make these commitments that I make to myself holy in the way that like they're sacred to me, they're between me and God, and like I keep these promises to myself um, because it's only hurting ourselves when we don't, right? Um, And then the last thing is that all of this happens and starts and we can create a true rhythm with it uh, by creating a habit. So we're going to talk about all of that and just really dive into the foundation of your success, which at the end of the day, and if you've been following me on Instagram for the last month, we've been talking about this being your schedule. The true foundation to the holy shift is going to be your schedule. Creating a schedule, following a schedule, and keeping those commitments that you make to yourself, with yourself, for yourself, that are actually going to breed success and allow you to reach those goals. Because, you know, the, the age old saying, if you plan to fail, or you've, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail, right? And there's also a saying that, you know, we make plans and God laughs, right? But there are rhythms that we need to keep in our life. There are schedules that we need to keep in our lives. There are agendas that we need to keep in our lives to make sure that we are accomplishing the things we need to accomplish every day. And these are on the micro scale, guys. These are little things that add up to be big things. The little things are what create the big things, right? So I'm talking about what time you wake up in the morning, what you're drinking first thing in the morning, um, how you feed yourself, how you spend time with Jesus, how you start your day. If you're starting it in this like nervous wreck, if you tend to like wake up, scroll your phone for two hours and then get out of bed at the very last minute, rush to brush your teeth, comb your hair, put your makeup on and get out the door. That is not a good rhythm. (laughs) That is not the rhythm that you would have in your ideal life, right? And so we want to take a look at 2024 through the lens of ideal life. And this isn't going to happen every single day. Like I have had a very solid morning routine since probably like 2019. Have I followed it every day? Absolutely not. Do I follow it most days? At this point, yes. Because I don't have a real functioning life if I'm not following the routines that I've created for myself. They're not to punish us. <laughs> They're not to make you get out of bed earlier. They're not to uh, help have you lose sleep. They are not for any of these bad things. These are for your good. And so we're going to talk a little bit about non-negotiables. We're going to talk a little bit about priorities today. Um, and I want you to really consider all these things going into 2024. So to kind of start the conversation off, I am going to talk to you about my life and what things have looked like for me. So as you know, I've had a big shift in my life. We have gone from being nomadic for the last two years, kind of unrooted (laughs) and just kind of living anywhere and everywhere uh, to finding a house in Arizona and having this different life where I'm part of a community again. I am around people that have schedules and maintain schedules. And so while I did have a schedule while I was nomadic, my schedule needs to change. And I've kind of been living in this little bit of a limbo where I don't want to go back to the schedule I had when I lived in San Diego. My San Diego season was so busy, you guys. I knew that I didn't want that for myself anymore. And um, there's a creator and a, a teacher that I am friends with and follow here on Instagram and I watch her and I see how busy she is and she reminds me so much of who I was in that season of like 2017 to through 2020 and I am so happy for her 
but I don't want to be anything like that anymore. And I'm almost using that as like, what not to go back to. I really have always been this like all or nothing girl. And that's toxic AF. Like, don't do that. Um, but I, I want to be really intentional about not becoming that girl again and still creating an income and a life for myself that I really can thrive with, but not doing it at the detriment to my nervous system, my physical health and my mental health and my family. If we're being honest, remember back a couple episodes, we talked about really embodying feminine energy. And when I was running around hustling, I was not cooking dinner. I was not spending time with my husband If I was spending time with my husband, we were at dinner on our phones, either trying to calm down or (laughs) doing work. So I just want to create this different rhythm in my life now. And that season that I had in San Diego was just not it for me at this point. I don't want to go back to that. Um, I remember coming home from events. As you guys know, I put on a lot of events when I lived in San Diego. Um, I was hosting meetups. I was hosting speaking events, all different kinds of things. And I remember coming home from those events and my nervous system being so wired that I would be physically shaking. And not like a shaking, I haven't had any food today kind of shaking, but like a this vibration inside of me that was this, it was positive energy. But because I'm autoimmune and my adrenal system is just completely shot, I couldn't handle that much energy anymore. And I really desperately needed to calm down and I couldn't ground myself no matter what I did I could not ground myself um so my escape from that was my nomadic life but now I am looking for this gentle rhythm this you know slow morning productive work before noon um and ending my work day like with clients by noon that has always been a non-negotiable for me ever since it could be (laughs) Uh, I would say I probably started that around late 2020. Um, it has worked really well for me. My brain works well before noon. Um, I, I would love for you to consider that too. If if you work in a certain time frame really well, like if your brain functions the best in the morning or maybe it functions the best after your kids go to bed, whenever it is, I want you to consider that being your work time, right? Um I want to have a solid couple of lunch meetings every week. I really would love to get back to that. That is something I did in San Diego that I just loved. Whether it's for connection, whether it's like I am being paid to consult during a lunch, um, whatever it is, like I really want to get back to that. Um, I want to have a restful afternoon where I'm either taking a nap, which I love, and I want to give you full permission to love too and to revel in if you have that time in your schedule. Um, I want to go for walks. I want to swim. You guys might know I got a pool when we moved to Arizona. That was one of my (laughs) non-negotiables. And I also want to have space for networking events, but not so many that I burn myself out. Because again, I tend to uh, lean into that all or nothing. And my schedule can really keep me rooted if I really abide by it. And it it won't allow me to burn out and it won't allow me to veg out. And those are two things that I kind of kind of go between pretty regularly, right? It's either I'm laying in bed scrolling because in bed is truly my favorite place to be. Um, or I'm running around town, one meeting to the next, shaking like at this vibration that I should not be at energetically and not able to ground myself, right? 
And so we don't want to live in that space of burnt out or vegged out anymore. None of us do. None of us do. And I will say, I think because I was so burnt out, I did spend a lot of the last two years vegging out. And I think that was okay. It was warranted, but I don't want to do that anymore. I'm bored actually. And I don't want to go to the to the polar opposite and burn myself out again. So this schedule that I'm creating in 2024 is truly having that at the helm and and realizing, okay, what rhythms can we create? What space can we allot? And how can we commit to this fully so that I don't end up mad at myself. I don't end up blaming myself for not reaching my goals, for burning out, for vegging out, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, right? So truly the schedule is the foundation. It really is. So I want to talk to you about what my schedule looked like when we were nomadic. Um, it was pretty loosey-goosey. It was, it was strict enough, I guess, for me to live and create income and um, still travel. It was actually a, a very good balance, I guess, if I'm being honest with myself. Um, I think I had some ideal stuff on here that didn't happen much. Um, but I will say what I got really good at while I was nomadic was establishing that morning routine. I personally have someone who really craves routine. I really crave roots. I really crave stability. I grew up in a home where we did not have that. Uh, I call my parents, I've always described them as fly by the seat of your pants kind of people. They are the kind of people who have great intentions, but not a lot of follow through, um, love them to death. But, you know, they birthed, thank God for them, they birthed seven liters. <laughs> and my parents are just kind of la-di-da, we're going to go with the flow. You know, if we get up out of bed at noon and we get to going with our day by three, we're good with that because we're going to stay up till 2 a.m. having fun, right? And I'm not that person at all. I will never be that person. <laughs> I want to naturally wake up at seven with my, in my own circadian rhythm. Um, I, that is my body's natural state of waking. And I want to wake up with the sun. I want to go outside first thing. I want to get that morning light. I want to have a morning drink like a tea or a, um, a lemon water, even like an alkaline water. Um, my husband and I are going to start, we're going to start with committing to once a month doing a cold plunge, just jumping in the pool. Like, I don't know if it's going to be first thing in the morning. We're, we, we're discussing like maybe midday, so we're not freezing, but everyone, you know, has decided, oh, we're going to come visit you in Arizona this winter, like in January, and we're going to go in the pool. And I laugh at them like the pool is not heated. This is the biggest, most expensive cold plunge system that we have currently. <laughs> I have not been in this pool since October. I think early, early October, I went in the pool and that was it. And that was when it was still 100 degrees. Really after it got below 100 degrees, the nights were too cold. And so they were getting the pool really cold at night. And currently nights are in 40 degrees. Back in late... September, early October, I think the nights were in the 60s. So the pool has not been more than 60 degrees in months. Um, and that's like peak daytime. But it takes a lot more energy to like sun, solar energy to heat it up than it does to cool it down at night. So that's kind of 
where we're at with the pool. I don't know how I really got on that tangent, but oh, I want to create a habit of jumping in at least once a month. We might move it to once a week, yada, yada, a couple times a week, maybe, maybe if we're lucky. Um, we've also got to see if the adrenal, the adrenaline, uh, system that I've got, the, my adrenals can handle that. Um, cause if I get worked up, it's hard for, hard to bring me back down. So we shall see. Um, but I want to create, you know, I want these types of things in my day. Right. And I want to be able to like afternoon, just coast by until we get to dinner time. I get my second wind around five o'clock, but I don't want to be working in the afternoon whatsoever. My brain is mush. I need to be doing restful activities at that time. So because I know how my body and my brain respond to the world, I want to create a schedule that supports that, right? And so I want you to think about doing the same thing. I want you to think about how you work and what your priorities are, what your non-negotiables are, and embed those things into your schedule. So my ideal schedule in 2022, which this was peak um, nomadic season for us, was that Sunday we would Sabbath, we would go to church, we would do an outdoor activity, LOL, because we spent a lot of our time in Washington more than we wanted to, and there was just no going outside in the rain or in the fire season, so that was funny. But we did spend a lot of time outside last year, I'll be honest. Um, I wanted us to cook together or go out to dinner together on Sundays. Monday, which this has been a forever thing for me as long as I can remember, Monday is my CEO day. And in 2022, what that looked like was if I had to do any meetings that were more personal, um, always grocery shopping, always laundry, always prepping for the week. Tuesday, that would be the day that I'm either hosting workshops, group programs, client calls. For me, Tuesday has always been like the big day. The I'm not doing any networking. I am like all in on clients that day. Wednesdays for me have always been big on podcasting, kind of um, collaborative work. I'll do one-on-ones absolutely that day, um, but a lot more of that integrative stuff. Thursdays, I am hosting my membership Thursdays. Um, Back then, I was still hosting CNC, which was our public open to anyone membership. Um, And then we also host um, EIM, which is the Exponential Income membership. (laughs) So Thursdays are big membership days for us. Um, If you're planning a membership, I actually love Tuesdays and Thursdays for memberships. I'm big on telling all my students, do not host anything membership related Mondays or Fridays. You will not get great attendance. Um, It's just a thing. It's it's just a thing. <laughs> so, and then Fridays have, have been, as long as I've been able to have them, they have been my days off. So more like errands, appointments, big for travel when we were nomadic. Um, we would typically travel, we would try to book it from Monday or from Friday to Monday so that I could have that midweek time constant with my clients. Now, sometimes that changed, but if these were like bigger all day trips, we would try to leave really early in the morning Fridays and do earlier travel um, throughout that longer weekend. So going back to my notes over here, um, my schedule was a little bit more loosey-goosey. That might sound a little bit like tight, um, but I will say I was pretty lenient with it. I didn't get done a lot of the things that I wanted to get done. And honestly, 
I think it's really because I didn't set any non-negotiables for myself. I was just like, well, this is the ideal me and I'm not ideal me every day. And while that's true, I want to kind of drill down this year for myself and I would love for my students to do it too. Where this year, I am picking one or two non-negotiables that I practice every day to help me get better in my life. And I'm going to kind of walk you through what the difference is between like a priority and a non-negotiable. Because non-negotiables, these are not things that you have to do, but they're commitments that you're making to improve your life. They're not things that you're thinking about doing. They're things that you're deciding to do. They are commitments that you're keeping to yourself. And these shouldn't be just like easy peasy things that you're already doing. It should be something that's hard, but worth it. It should be something that is going to challenge you. Um, So for me, my non-negotiables, I really wanted to look at a couple areas of my life and see, okay, what is one or two things that I'm going to choose to do at least every day this year that kind of support these couple things in my life? For, For my business, I wanted to look at how my faith plays into my business, the structure of my business, and my visibility. I have failed myself at getting visible this year. I've had a really strong structure in my business, I feel like, for a really long time. I tried to switch it up this year and get creative with things, and it didn't always work. Um, But I think that those three things are really, really big priorities for me. So I wanted to create a non-negotiable around those things. Um, As far as my personal life goes, I need something that is really going to be focused on my health. I put my health on the very, very back burner. And we we know the truth, guys. If we're not prioritizing our health, we will pay the price for that with the the way our body will shut down. Now, if you've never experienced this, I'm sure you've experienced hardship in another way in your life and business. But for me, this has been debilitating. My health has been debilitating in my life and in my business. And I really, really need to start priorities, prioritizing that. Um, I want to make sure that I'm focused on self-improvement, uh, really in the mental space, really in getting mentally strong, mentally tough, and getting to a place where I trust God to lead me to the right place. I trust my ears and my mind to hear what I need to hear. And I trust myself to do the things that I need to do to get there, right? And so I really want to drive home a lot of self-improvement this year. And then also just genuine happiness, um, I also want to kind of drive in with that joy and contentment. Um, I struggle, and my husband and I were actually talking about this the other day. I think my whole family struggles with contentment. We struggle with this idea that it can always be better. It can always level up, right? And it has come to my detriment in a lot of ways. And I, I told Chaz, I was like, this is the thing that has driven all of my success this far in my life I would never have been successful if it wasn't for this but it also happens to be my detriment and so if I can find a happy medium with finding happiness finding contentment finding joy but also being really just so stuck on the fact that I have to do these things and I'm going to do these things and this is where I'm headed and this is where God has me and this is where God wants me and know that I have to do the work to get there and not have it be just about temporary happiness, temporary success, money, um, money that could be fleeting 
then I know that I'm really going to be rooting myself in a life that is truly worth living instead of just, okay, what's the next great thing? What's the next great thing? Because I think one of the reasons that we had to kind of slow down our nomadic life is, like I said, I really thrive in a rooted environment. It doesn't at all mean that that's what I want, but it's how I thrive. And so I have this tendency to be like, okay, what's next? What's next? And not enjoy the thing that I'm doing right now, right? And so we'd be at the beach, laying on the beach in our bed that's pulled right up to the sand and be like, okay, so where are we going for lunch? Because I'm, I have these traumas from my past where it's like, I need to know what's happening next or else I feel completely insecure. And it's not about that. It's not that I'm hungry for lunch. It's not that I'm ready to eat lunch. It's that I need to make a reservation or else we're not going to get a spot at lunch kind of idea. Right. And that's not true. <laughs> it's the middle of the week. It's Wednesday at noon. I'm going to get a spot at lunch. I'm going to be fine. Even if I make the reservation five minutes before, I'm going to be fine. But I have these kind of tendencies to over plan things, right? And if you have a really structured schedule, you don't need to over plan because your plan is there and you don't need to over scrutinize anything. So when it comes to your non-negotiables, I want you to really consider Not the things that you have to do every day to like get your kids out of bed and get them to school. Those aren't your non-negotiables. Those are your priorities. Those are things you have to do to make your world go round. But what could make your world spin maybe a little lighter, maybe a little happier, maybe with a little more faith, maybe with a little more structure? How could you improve your world by including one or two non-negotiables? So my non-negotiables are morning time with Jesus every single day, no matter what. And I need to sweat every day. And I have a couple different ways that I can sweat. I can work out, which absolutely need to be doing that. Um, But if I'm not feeling physically like my joints are hurting or, you know, whatever it is, I have a sauna that I can use and I can take a Epsom salt bath um, and make myself sweat. And sweating every day, there's statistics around sweating every day and how it's so good for not only like your physical body, but your mental health and just your detoxification. And I already struggle with that. So I really want you to make your non-negotiable something that is going to improve your life in the ways that are important to you. So I'm going to wrap this up soon. I promise (laughs) we're getting there. Um, a little peek into my 2024 schedule. Now this is not finalized because I am going to finalize this with you next week or not next week in a couple of weeks live on a workshop that we're hosting. And you're going to hear about that in just a second, but here's kind of my plan. Now, nothing's changing super drastically. Mondays are still always going to be my CEO days. These are the days that I use to prepare for the week. And that is how we're going to slice it. Tuesdays, my one-on-one client days, my Voxer VIPs, my all days if I'm doing those. I am not doing networking on this day. So I am keeping a day in my calendar where I'm not networking. That's going to help me from doing that burnout stuff, that all or nothing stuff that I tend to do and say yes to all the events because I don't want to miss out on anything. But I have to keep a day of the week in my calendar open to make money. (laughs) To like have a physical day where I'm actually doing work that makes me money. Um, so Tuesdays are that day for me now. Wednesdays, 
I will have networking some days and education opportunities some days, but these are the days that I would be speaking on stage. These are the days that I'm going to do lunch dates. And obviously, if I have them, I will be doing one-on-ones um, with clients or hosting group programs um, or workshops on these days. Thursday, same thing. There will be networking on these days. I've already got that in my calendar, um, but these are client work days, lunch dates, VIPs, boxer VIPs, all the things like that. Fridays, same as always, same as it has been for the last couple of years at least. This is my day off. This is for errands and appointments. I want to now that we are no longer nomadic, I want to prioritize Saturdays for exploring. We have a lot of exploring to do here in Arizona and we want to make sure that we do that. We have the span, we need to use it. It is a priority for me. So I put that in my schedule. Now there's going to be some Saturdays where I just want to veg out and do nothing and stay home. And that's okay too. We can explore our pool. We can explore the couch. <laughs> but I, I kind of want that to be like a day of connection with my husband and have fun, really. We need to build in fun to my schedule because I am the kind of person who will not do that. Um, Sunday will be our Sabbath. So that's going to look like for me church. Chaz is going to freak out, but no electronics. I really want to try to not use my phone, especially since I get those notifications every Sunday morning at 9 a.m. about how much I used my phone that week. And lately, it has been bad. Like, it has been (laughs) so, like, embarrassing. And so I really want to get my screen time down. And I think a whole day of not using electronics can really be helpful for that. And then I also want to kind of prioritize cooking together that day or going out together and resting, especially since Chaz is back in a job. Now I do get to see him a lot because he's pretty flexible with his job. We still do lunch dates a lot. Um, We still get to spend a lot of time together, but I want to make sure that Sundays are our intentional day for that. Um, so again, just to bring it back, you do want to make sure you're including your priorities in this. And you also want to make sure that you're choosing some non-negotiables. Um, the last non-negotiable that I didn't mention is that I need to be pitching every day. Um, my sister and I have been talking a lot about this and she, um, was kind of schooled on some stuff around sales and her mentor told her that, You need to be pitching every single day that you're working, every single day until you get to a million dollars. Then you can reevaluate, but you're probably still going to be pitching every day. And that can look different every day. It can look like going live, going in your stories, posting, putting a post up, um, putting something on Pinterest, but pitching, getting something out into the world, not not in this like traditional sense of pitching like saying, hey guys, buy my stuff but inviting someone in to purchase something from you, whether that's with a call to action through a post, an Instagram story, a live video, sharing onto Pinterest, sharing your freebie, whatever it is you need to be pitching every day. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to put that into my non-negotiable. So I have three, but I've been doing this for a long time. I want you to choose at least one and really start thinking about what is the one thing that if I do it every single day, that it will change my life. I don't want you to choose more than one thing really because if you choose more than one thing, the likelihood of you doing none of it is actually way higher than you doing any of it. So 
I want to invite you into something really exciting that I'm hosting. It's been a while since I've hosted anything and I always love to do these year-end workshops because I want to help you get everything together kind of in your mind for a fresh start in the new year. I know we all love a fresh start. You guys know that September is a great fresh start for me. April's a great fresh start. Well, January is a good fresh start too. Maybe, maybe the most popular fresh start, right? Objectively. So <laughs> I want to invite you into the Holy Shift workshop. This workshop is designed to prepare you and your business for success in 2024. So we're going to discuss things around the rhythms that you want to create, the goals that you want to achieve, and the life you want to build. We will create a strong foundation with your schedule and your daily agenda to make sure that these are not just dreams, but plans. The workshop's going to be held 10 a.m. Arizona time. So if you guys didn't know, Arizona doesn't have daylight savings. So half the year we're on mountain time and half the year we're on Pacific time. So Arizona currently is on mountain time. That's an hour before Pacific time. So if if you're used to me saying Pacific time, I'm an hour ahead of you now. Um, so we're going to do that 10 a.m. Arizona time, which is 9 a.m. Pacific time. And um, that is going to be held on Tuesday, December 19th. So like I just mentioned to you, Tuesdays I'm doing workshops. Tuesdays I'm doing group classes. Um, so that fits into my schedule. <laughs> um, when I call these workshops, I mean it, you guys. You're not coming for a lecture. You're not coming for me to just, you know, pop in a couple slides, talk at you, and then pitch at you. You are coming to this to get something done. I'm actually not going to pitch at you. <laughs> so... I mean, I might invite you into working with me one-on-one, -on -one, but that's that'll be it. We're not selling anything here. This is the thing that, that you're going to buy. So I want you to come ready to work. I want you to come knowing you are going to accomplish this by the end of this call. So it'll be 60 to 90 minutes, however much time we end up needing. And you're going to come and get this done. You'll actually leave with a renewed schedule and a renewed heart for how you want to organize your life. Now, your life and your business go hand in hand. They're not separate. And you can't think of them as if they're separate because you're a personal brand. You're the face of your brand. You are a whole person and you are running a business, right? You are not your business. Even though it might look like that on the internet, you might have named your business after you, but you are not just a business. You are a person that is running a business. Um, so I can't wait to see you there. You can find the link to sign up either here in the show notes, in my Instagram bio, or in an email if you're on my email list. Um, and the investment is going to be $97. So it is going to be an awesome, awesome deal for an hour and a half of our time together. You're going to get time to ask questions. I will be teaching, so there will be a lecture portion of it. But you're going to get a fantastic workbook to fill out a fresh like schedule template. It is going to be beautiful and functional. And I just can't wait to get you on the schedule train and really get you in a rhythm of utilizing this on a daily basis. Because my friend, I promise you, it will change your life. So I can't wait to see you at the Holy Shift, December 19th, 10 a.m. Arizona time, 9 a.m. Pacific. And I hope you're ready because here we come 2024.